Yes, 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 yes. Lobsters. Yes. Lobsters. Yes. Lobsters. Too much heat in one package. We're here, finally. Finally, thank God. What a cock tease this morning. What a bloody hoojama flube. What a palaver. Jesus. Who can we really blame? Can we blame Brexit? Can we? Can we blame the bourgeoisie? trampling the proletariat internets as they desperately try and make their way down the pipe towards the, this good, fine studio of mine. Peckham Rye. With this lobster. All this coffee. Jesus, I should clear all that up. It's an absolute state in here. What you, what you don't see off camera. Jesus, it's like, I mean, it looks like bloody Jeffrey Dahmer's lair in here. Only with, I guess, less corpses and more just empty coffee cups. I'm not sure if the similarity really holds up, but we motor on anyway, don't we? Look, it's the 14th of February. It's Valentine's Day, yeah? Take your loved one by the hand and drag them out for a nice, long, romantic walk. And just try not to argue with each other. Just try, just for one afternoon, not to, you know, not to scream inches away from each other's faces. Just look at each other passionately in the eyes and realise, I love you. You're a wonderful human. And in spite of your many, many flaws, you're actually okay. Together, in this world, we can make it through. We can make a difference. We can, we can start a revolution. Hell, we can start a religion. Hell. We could start a lobster death cult. Ladies and gentlemen, it's coffee and memes. Steady job, a couple extra lobsters. That's all I want. You're getting on, you're pushing 30, Slubby. You know, it's time to think about getting some ambition. Oh, I always figured I'd live a little bit longer without it. Don't forget, kid, that what you're trying to do here is to be bright and chipper and entertaining and, and intelligent and sort of glitzy. And that's funny and it's, it's, it's kind of cool and it's interesting and it's edgy and all of that. It, it puts that facade of momentary charisma on you. And if you don't play that out, you actually fail. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. Many of the top memes. The lobster patriarchy has many of the top memes. And that is so true that it's almost unbelievable. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Coffee and Memes on Threshold.fm. Thank you for joining me again today. I, I am eternally grateful. Um, there's some good suggestions for things going on in the chat. Um, Squidgy Beats Parsons, stalwart of the show, has suggested that with the recent rise and popularity of such things as Rate My Plate, uh, that perhaps a segment might include Rate My Dub Plate. That's a good idea. I like that. I actually have did have on the list of potential show things to include in the show is some sort of uh, production bit where possibly people send tunes in and I try and offer advice. Not that I'm particular. I don't feel like I'm especially qualified um, for <laughs> offering like high level tech advice. Perhaps I could, you know, give some sort of insight into more. I don't know. I don't know what the right way of uh, of describing it is, but the more like. Like my tunes have never really been like you know super high level techie, um, engineered bloody by the numbers you know your mephius current value noisier sort of routine. But I like to feel like like my tunes have often had a bit of character and um you know they they stick in people's heads. So perhaps I could somehow use 
um, my knowledge of at least how to make your tunes stand out, for better or worse. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I don't necessarily take anything that I say too seriously, but it could be a good thing. I mean, perhaps we could discuss, we, we could probably do it at the end, we'll do it like once a week or something, we'll do it at the end of the show, so people that are not particularly interested in production can just fuck off at that point. You know, they could just clear off and do their own thing. You know, I'm not trying to control everyone's lives, just a small subset of the population. And then we could, you know, dis- discuss the track, you know, anyone else can cast opinion, nice opinion, constructive criticism, not just like wholesale abuse. But maybe we could, you know, we could put it up in the Discord or something and everyone could pile in on it. I mean, everyone could contribute to the conversation and this could be helpful for people. I mean, even if it's not your track that is being discussed, I think there is value in listening to something going, okay, well, I can see what's going on with that and then having the sort of critical feedback on top of it, which you can then maybe apply to your own stuff. I mean, I think there's definitely an argument for having just a generally more techie section of the show. I also would like to do some sort of, um, I don't know, agony uncle's the wrong word, but something a little bit nice and sort of thoughtful, uh, thought-provoking, or perhaps, you know, on Jerry Springer, you know, after all the fat people have thrown stuff at each other and fought the midgets and they've um you know they've hit each other and they've chilled chanted steve 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 and jerry 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 and then the people with no teeth that have married uh, their uncle when they've finished crying and punching each other in the face jerry springer likes to give his own little final thoughts on the final thoughts of it all you know when they've cleared up all the blood of the um, morbidly obese southern americans that have been scratching each other's eyes out for the last hour Springer comes on and just, you know, gives a little sort of roundup of the emotions involved, the thoughts, the morality of it all. Maybe I could do something like that. You know, it could be sort of, um, you know, just that, or I just could repeatedly just stab the padgage sound effect for an hour and we could all just weep. Maybe we could use it as a sort of like a transcendental meditation kind of therapy thing like it's a mantra too much heat in one patch might actually get rid of it it's starting to annoy me anyway guys welcome to the show thanks for um still being here for the five minutes of complete rambling nonsense um what have we got in terms of uh ridiculous news um violent video games not linked to aggressive behavior study shows bit of fun uh we'll get into that vampire killer thing what else we got here? Oh, yeah. Woman thinks she's found a box of puppies. Turns out to be a sex doll. Bit of fun. Someone sent me that uh, last week, and I was meant to cover it, although um, it was screenshots of a Facebook group that he was a part of that was part of his local town or community or whatever. And the uh, woman who found the <laughs> found the box in a barn was like, oh, what's, what's the box doing over there? I hope it's not full of puppies. People keep abandoning puppies. Anyway, turns out it's a naked sex doll. Uh, and, you know, much to the amusement and mirth of everyone in the local community. Uh, Dead Mouse banned for homo- homophobic slur on Twitch. Um, uh, pair- the guy who's written that's got real, um, obviously, really hates Dead Mouse. Uh, parents outraged uh, as school textbook shows woman with porn star pubic hair. Uh, times they are a changing. Uh, uptight neighbours upset about sex dungeon. Oh come on, internet! Don't don't give me this bloody routine. Anyway, police walking drunk pensioner home finds huge cannabis farm in her loft. You walking a pensioner home? What are you doing in their loft? Something doesn't add up there. 
All right, well, Hartley Parkinson reports so, and he's one of the last bastions of high-quality journalism. I think he at least proofreads his articles. Uh, weed can cause heart attack due to uh, weed can cause heart attacks due to the strength of modern cannabis. Jasper Hamill warns. Man fined eighty quid for spitting out crispy bacon while choking. That's cool, isn't it? I mean, is that the sort of American healthcare model? But you're dying. Someone stops you from dying, and then you've got to cough up the readies for it. Oh uh, yeah, that's two hundred grand. See, I didn't have two hundred grand. I wasn't really expecting to almost die today. Yeah, sorry, cough it up. Yeah, pony up, buddy boy. We've got to build the wall. Um, Britain's angriest town. He turfed out McDonald's, win a fight against Premier Inn. Uh, Okie dokie. Whoever's, <laughs> whoever's naming chocolates at Fortnum Mason appears to be having some sort of uh, existential crisis. Uh, we'll get into that. That's quite funny. And I will cover this dude who's, who's, who slept with 150 women, never used a banger, uh, and claims that he's still never made love. Uh, what have we got in the in terms of the musics, um, the music records? Uh, new digital, very nice. Uh, LQ, Polar and Bryson remix, which is really nice. Synergy, Spiral, Acrom, Savage. Uh, that's off the 20 years of Cause for Concern LP, which is out there doing work, getting it done, getting that bread. I think I might, uh, I'm going to get that 20... Years LP, upload that to the Threshold playlist. I think that's a smart move. I think that's a good way to live your life. Uh, what people saying in the chat? What's going on? Oh, D&B Horoscope. That's not a bad idea. Actually, that is a very good idea. I'm going to write that one down. Cheers, Dismore. I'm uh, going to take as much credit for that idea as possibly can. Other additions include the Kangaroo Court of Judge Ranking. So if you've got any ideas for people, you'd, people things places, inanimate objects that you'd like me to put on trial uh, on trumped-up charges, uh, the Kangaroo Court of Judge Rankin will soon be in session. Uh, so I don't know, maybe it's a loved one you'd like to... I mean, I guess I'd kind of be a sort of Judge Rinder, Judge Judy type. I mean, I've got no actual legal force behind me, um, but I'm very opinionated. So... I mean, it's one and the same thing, really. I mean, you can just... If you do it on social media, you can be judge, jury, and executioner. Uh, Haters Corner. Uh, I'm de- toying with the idea of Bezos's boudoir. I'm just not quite sure what it is yet. So, anyway, DMB Horoscope. Uh, there's probably legs on that, isn't there? Yeah, probably. Okay, cool. Look, let's get some uh, Let's get some music in here. <laughs> let's get some heat in this pageage, and then uh, we can uh, crack on. Right, let's have this. Yeah, might as well have this Akron bit. Hey, hey, hey. I feel like this might have shoe thrower of the week potential. Oh, Android app news should be updated today. I've got to upload it, but that hopefully should fix the problem.
Akron there taking no prisoners with that. Uh, it's called Savage, living up to its name. That <laughs> uh, hurt more than I wanted it to. Anyway, listen, guys, guys, come on, guys. Violent video games not linked to aggressive behaviour in young people. Study shows. 25 minutes in, we've finally got to the news. Uh, Jeff Parsons of the uh, Metro reports, 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 reports. Video games are becoming increasingly photorealistic and there's more choice than ever about what to play. Inevitably, the questions get asked about whether or not violent video games like Call of Duty or Grand Theft Auto cause younger people to become more aggressive. The answer from the latest study is a resounding no. Researchers at the University of Oxford surveyed 1,000 British 14- and 15-year-olds and their parents or guardians to test the view held by some that there is a link between the games and aggressive behaviour. They said the results published in the Royal Society Open Science uh, did not support the claim of a connection. The study was led by Professor Andrew Prisbyliski. Prisbyliski, come on, got to be, hasn't it? Um... Like Presbo from The Wire. Yeah, Presbo... Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to go with it. Sorry, mate. So, right, Professor Andrew, Director of Research at the <laughs> Oxford in- Internet Institute. The study, sorry. Um, the study was led by Professor Andrew, Director of Research at the Oxford Internet Institute. He tells Sky News, Harry, what we found was that there are a lot of things that feed into aggression in that lake. Uh, if you want, <laughs> there's, there's a many, many factors to becoming a raggy bastard. There are some effects of gender, and some people who are from different life backgrounds and that have a higher or lower ratings in that lake. So, are we? I think if you're from the north, you're more likely to fucking sling knuckles when you've got a chance. Right, well, it's very open and, open and honest about that. Uh, people who are from different life backgrounds have higher or lower ratings, but the video games they play didn't really seem to matter. Okie dokie. Uh, For the study, the teenagers provided reports of their recent gaming experiences. The violent contents of the games were categorised using the official EU and US ratings. Their parents or guardians then provided accounts of the teens' aggressive behaviour in the previous month. Um, This doesn't sound like the most rigorous study, but I think like any reasonable person who has played video games, computer games, gamers... I think we'll agree, really, that a violent video game does not make you a violent person in real life. There was actually some research suggesting that football games make you more violent than violent games because of the level of frustration involved when you when you lose, particularly playing people online. I've like I've never seen people rage quit more than at football games. Like I've seen people. <laughs> friends hurling controllers across the room, throwing chairs, absolutely losing their mind. My old housemate, Tanny, God bless him. Uh, <laughs> he probably won't mind me saying of the absolute like meltdowns of him having playing FIFA against people online and losing, and obviously of them winning in some sort of schneid way. But uh, him just absolutely just endlessly having to buy new controllers. <laughs> I know people who bitten off, like, you know, the little joystick bits and the PlayStation controller. It's got something that actually torn it out with their teeth. <laughs> Another friend who, like, was doing that, he bit the top off his phone from getting so frustrated at Snake. 
you had to keep getting new. This was on a really old school phone, but I had to keep getting new covers because it gets so frustrating with it. I'm just biting the top off. He eventually destroyed an entire 3210. I'm just biting it off. Like, I, yeah, I think it's worth sort of keeping a the police, like keeping a tab on him. Like, I don't know what ever, I don't know what ever happened to him. Hmm. Oh dear. Uh, the recent uh, the researchers then asserted if recent violent video games were positively related to aggressive behaviour in the parents or guardians' account. Um, Professor Presbo said violent games do not seem to drive aggressive behaviour in young people. Also, again, it's a correlation, not causation thing. Even if it did, it's like if you're a more violent person, do you play? Are you naturally more inclined to play more violent video games? Don't know. Um, but in reality, we should be looking at other things. Maybe it's frustrations. Maybe it's family or life circumstances that we should be spending more time on. Yes, I would imagine if you put all the research resources that some of the groups that are against violent video games use and perhaps put that into, I don't know, trying to help deal with socioeconomic factors. I'm not, look, I carry on like a fucking know it all. I don't know very much. Don't listen to what I say. I just tell dick jokes on the internet every morning, talk about sex robots. But that does seem like a more reasonable way to spend your time and resources. I would have thought. I don't know. Right, come on, let's get into this vampire killer. Been holding it over your head for a couple of days now. A vampire killer posts chilling message online. A woman who murdered a man uh, with the supposed intention of drinking his blood during a time she believed she was a vampire is reported to have left chilling and threatening posts on Facebook. In 1989, Tracy Wigginton stabbed Edward Baldock 27 times in a park in Brisbane before watching him die. Jesus. Uh, Wigginton was in prison for murder but was released on parole in 2012. It has now been reported by an Australian news outlet, Nine News, mate, uh, that the infamous infamous vampire killer has started putting strange memes and posts on a private Facebook profile. Uh-oh, yeah. Well, if you start... All right, I appreciate that she's got form, but if we start investigating everyone that posts strange memes, I just don't think that the police have got the time or the resources for it. Uh, Nine News claims Wigington's uh, public Facebook posts have appeared under the pseudonym Oberon Fairchild. Mm, that sounds like a sort of, yeah, an upper-class secret vampire. Oh, come into my lair. Don't be afraid. It could also be a male feminist. D- come on, don't worry. Please, uh, let's go in here and talk about women's rights. Don't worry about my wandering hands. Um, <laughs> with one such post including a picture which reads, Now panic because I'm back, fuckers. Yeah, okay, that probably is worth worth taking a look at, isn't it? Jesus. Another meme states, Do not meddle in the affairs of dragons, uh, for you are crunchy and good with ketchup. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I feel like that sort of thing should potentially put you in breach of your... Um, I, well, I don't know. She's been out a long time. She's been out seven years. Like, she's probably... Not on, uh, what is it, you get out on, I don't know, you have to report in. For when you get released for a big violent crime or something, you, they keep an eye on you for a while, don't they? You've got to sort of report every week or that sort of thing. But I guess maybe if she's been on good behaviour for the last seven years, she probably doesn't have to do that anymore. But they do seem slightly concerning, those memes. Now panic because I'm back, fuckers. Uh, do not meddle in the affair of dragons, for you are crunchy and good with ketchup. Yeah, 
It's not ideal, is it? It's not, it's not cool. The 54-year-old is also reported to have posted images of vampires, skeletons, and even human remains. Yeah, she's, she's not really a reformed character, is she? The detectives who arrested her 30 years ago told nine years. Uh, these kind of posts are consistent with the Tracy they knew. Yeah, sounds like it. On the night of the murder in 1989, father of four, Edward Baldock, was walking home from having a few drinks with some friends when he was approached by Wigginton and three other women who led him to a Brisbane park. Uh, in the park, Wigginton said, he's said to have stabbed him 27 times in the neck, almost severing his head. Oh, grim then smoked a cigarette and drank his blood as she watched him die. Holy hell. The news outlet also interviewed Detective Pat Clancy and Mick Austin, who originally led the investigation. They said Wigington initially denied the murder, but was arrested for, uh, following police finding a stolen tombstone and pictures of grave sites in her apartment. Uh, Austin said the purpose of the murder was for her to be able to drink human blood, and that was achieved. He added, she showed absolutely no pity for the victim, didn't treat him as a human being. It was just a means to an end uh, for her. During uh, her questioning in 1989, Wigginton said, I withdrew the blade and stabbed him in the side of the neck. I stabbed him in the other side of the neck and continuously stabbed him. Well, I got a bang to rights then, really, haven't they? He made a gargling sound. I knew the blood was coming out of his mouth. And then I sat down in front of the tilter doors and watched him die. She seems like a real charmer. Ooh, big lass. A nice set of wraparound shades. Always worth uh, levying heavy distrust at anyone with those sort of Oakley wraparound shades, particularly if also cargo shorts are in tow. I can't see her lower quarters. I, I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility, though, that she could be wearing cargo shorts and Crocs. I think, it's, I think it would be a fair assumption, actually. Uh, she's now living in the Gold Coast. She's been granted parole. Uh, she was granted parole seven years ago. Um, seems a bit iffy, doesn't it? I think it's probably worth keeping an eye on her. That's uh, that's my professional opinion as a judge. Keep an eye on her. Right, okay, come on. Let's have this digital bit. Love it. Lovely, lovely bit of gear.
Yes, it's a nice little drop of gear, isn't it? Definitely a fan of this. Very headsy. That is too late again by Digital. Yeah. Have a bit of that. It's on function. Mmm, lovely. All right, manager, find 80 quid. Spitting out extra crispy bacon while choking. Uh, Georgia and uh, Debilis uh, reports for the Metro. Uh, gallery manager, find 80 quid. Uh, when he choked on an extra crispy bacon and coughed it out as won his year-long legal fight to clear his name. Uh, well done. Well, nice one, Dean. Dean St- uh, Stalem, 55, was outside a cafe in Margate uh, when he coughed into his hand. But an enforcement official swooped and slapped him with a penalty for spitting last Friday. Oh, sorry, last February. You can get fined for spitting now? Right, okay. Uh, despite Dean pointing to a piece of bacon caught on his coat sleeve after he raised his hand to his mouth, his pleas were ignored. Uh, so he refused to give the anti-litter enforcer from private litter enforcement firm Kingdom his name, address, or pay the fine. Wow, they're private anti-litter enforcement uh, companies. They seem potentially terrifying. Uh, they seem... Uh, it's probably not long before they're armed, is it? Before they've got tasers, pepper spray, truncheons. They just go around knocking the shit out of anyone that accidentally flicks a fag butt somewhere they shouldn't. Or perhaps a bit of a bit of pocket lint has fallen out of your pocket. Oof! Broken kneecaps. They're like some sort of deranged paramilitary group. 
Thanet District Council, uh, which employed Kingdom, uh, then took him to court, uh, and he was to face trial next month, where he could have faced a maximum fine of two and a half grand. Um, which I guess, presumably, if you then didn't pay, you then continually refused to pay. Eventually, you would end up in prison for choking on bacon. Bit of fun. It has finally received a letter confirming charges have been dropped after the council admitted it could not prove Dean was littering by spitting. Is that the crime? Littering by spitting? Wow. The gallery boss and writer described the victory as a result. Yes, a result, isn't it? I'm completely vindicated and have been protesting my innocence for so long. It's ludicrous. It's taken 12 months to receive this letter, which says they can't prove I did it. My solicitor will be demanding some apologies from everyone, uh, from everyone now, and I'm writing to Kingdom. I said, I, <laughs> I said I'd see it out to the end, and it's a massive relief. Wow, what a hero, man. What a hero. Uh, speaking after last month's court hearing, where he was told he faced trial before magistrates, he told how after he left the cafe, he crossed the road. As he walked for another hundred yards, he felt a tap on the shoulder and was confronted by a little enforcer. Oh, a litter enforcer. <laughs> a little enforcer would be very funny. Oi, I saw you spitting. Oi, fuck off. Yeah, you're going to get an 80 quid fine. Go fuck yourself. I was coughing up some bacon. Yeah, we're going to send you in a slammer. Doof, hits you on the knee with a bloody, one of those extendable truncheons. Ah, you go down like a sack of spuds. Before you know, all his little litter picky mates have all circled you and it's laying the boot in. Outrageous. He said, I said, you're having a laugh. I never spat, I coughed. Uh, I said, I think you need to go to Specsavers because this is ludicrous. I've got an unusually large tongue. <laughs> That's a medical fact. <laughs> and it's joined at the top. I often get food trapped. That's a fact of my life. Ah, the old unusually large tongue defence. Yes, yes, we've all been there. <laughs> Left the cafe, coughed, and a bit of bacon came out of my mouth. In no way was I spitting. I mean, even if it was, it's just you've got a bit of bacon. Even if it was a deliberate, like, all right, there's a bit of bacon in there. You have a little, little, little spit. It's biodegradable, isn't it? Come on, a bird will have that in five minutes. I left the cafe, coughed, and a bit of bacon came out of my mouth. I was in no way spitting. I was, uh, I was brought up to cough into your hand. I was brought up to cough into your hand, and I've always done that. Dean was concerned his previous criminal record could have gone against him, despite being crime-free for 15 years and becoming a respected writer and artist in the Kent town. Okay, so now the plot thickens a little bit. He's got form. I wonder what it was for. Maybe he's got a conviction for fly-tipping or something, or like arson or some sort of other public nuisance. He is open about serving time in prison twice for bank fraud. Wow. Okay. And again for trying to sell stolen art by Warhol and Dali worth more than six million quid. After being born into a life of crime in a poverty hit part of uh, post-war North London, right? He he believes his life is now uh, his life now is evidence that anyone can turn their fortunes around, uh, and has made him more determined to fight the fine. Right. Okay. Uh, I, I feel like there's possibly there's there's more to this, but I like it anyway. I like the big tongue excuse. The big tongue defense is a good one. I might. I wonder what else I could use that for. He said, it's no secret I've been to prison, but I've been completely crime free <laughs> since 2004 and built up a good reputation. It's how <laughs> you describe it. Crime free since. How long have I been crime free for? Uh, since Crime free since 2001. 
2002. Uh, government guidelines is issuing a PCN. Uh, say don't issue if it's not the public interest. And this isn't blah, blah, blah. It's a fucking piece of bacon. All right, well, that's a bit of fun, isn't it? Pleased with that. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, do do Vampire killers done. All right, come on, let's get into this sex robot business. And um, here it is. A uh, woman thinks she's found a box of puppies, discovers sex doll inside. Sex robot news, sex robot news. Having sex with an inanimate object because you can't get a woman to fuck you. Sex robot news, sponsored by Wesley Snips' new sex robot business. Uh, a good Samaritan who thought she was receiving a box of abandoned puppies was shocked to find out what was actually inside. What was actually inside the package? A sex doll. A very, very expensive sex doll at that. It's quite a terrifying sex doll. Um, if you have a look here... I hope this doesn't get me pulled off of YouTube. Um, It's, yeah, you got a little flash of it there. It just, it looks worryingly childlike. It's, that's why it's so terrifying. I'm, yeah, it's, um, well, oh, God, no. It's all, why is the tongue out? Oh, this is horrible. Oh, please. It's got stuff on it. No. Oh, God. This is oh no I can't like, I have to take that off actually. That's really bad. Um, a good Samaritan who thought she was rescuing a box of oh, we've read that. Horse owner Joe Dawkins, forty-eight, uh, has been on her way uh, down to her stables when she spotted a huge five-foot box by the gate, fearing that it could be full of abandoned pets, all sorts of different pets: cats, dogs, tur- turtles. <laughs> kittens, rabbits, just all of them just all stacked up on top of each other uh, fearing it could have been full of abandoned pets she opened it up in a panic only to find the contents was a little more X-rated than she initially suspected I mean how X-rated did she suspect it to be inside some really sexy pets <laughs> inside was a full size custom made sex doll worth 1800 quid complete with three wigs, removable pubic hair, a skin-like feel, a tongue, a cheerleader outfit, and a rechargeable USB vibrator for use in various orifices. Hold on a second. The vibrator is what? Do the orifices vibrate? Uh, Is the vibrator for use on the doll? um, God, the fingers look weird, man. Yeah. Joe from Pittstone in Buckinghamshire decided to call the... Atomically amazing doll, Polly, and has appealed for the owner to come forward ahead of Valentine's Day, or she'll be forced to sell it to one of the many men who have inquired about it. (laughs) Very skinny legs, I will say. Very skinny, very large boobs and hips, very skinny legs. Uh, Joe said, it's the strangest thing I've ever come across. Um, I've never seen anything like it, ever. It's very strange. A fantastic piece of craftsmanship, though. When I found the doll, the outside box was absolutely drenched because it had been raining all night, but the inner package was fully sealed. Uh, I cut it open with my car keys, pulled back the top, and when I saw the eyes move, I nearly wet myself. Wow, the eye... Oh, God. Uh, She looks like she's on beans. doll looks like it's done about... I don't know. It's had a massive bump of MDMA and it's just drifting off into the matrix. Oh, Jesus, that is uh, truly, truly terrifying. Um, oh, no, it's gone. There we go. Um, 
At first glance, oh no, hold on a second. Uh, at first glance, I thought it was a child's doll. <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, until I pulled the packaging back further, then it was clear that that wasn't the case. Joe continued. Around two weeks before, there was a cardboard box dumped at another stable with a dead dog in it, and then there was a litter of kittens, kittens packaged up in a box. I feared someone had dumped it there on purpose. I thought, I've got to go and have a look. I do, uh, do end up with a lot of strays. Uh, it's quite a long box and ever so heavy. There is no Del Boy and Rodney. This is no Del Boy and Rodney blow up doll. So this is in the UK. I, for some reason, I thought this was in America. Um, looking at the website, you can imagine my search history at the moment. <laughs> These dolls are made to order. People choose the hair, the eyes, the skin color, the bra size. Uh, it is removable pubic hair and a tongue. Three wigs, a cheerleader outfit, a USB vibrator, which fits into various sections depending on what you want it to do. Wow, it's got a metal skeleton inside. It's absolutely amazing. I've never seen anything quite like it. <laughs> it's properly weighted and you can pose it. Anatomically, it's just amazing. It's very well crafted. She is she's on board with this. She's d- absolutely, she's really impressed. It's like, uh, yeah. Man, it's wild. Um... A shot by a discovery, Joe drove home to mull over what to do with the doll before her husband arrived home. <laughs> her husband said, I might just like to take this to the shed just so I can inspect it properly. A quick browse of the internet revealed a doll of Polly's quality would cost almost two grand with all its customization, prompting Joe to post it on Facebook to try and find the owner. I've got no closer to finding out who the ownership is, she said. I've no idea at all. I don't think I'm going to get anyone admitting to it, uh, although I've had several men offer me money for her already. Well, I think at the moment it's actually classed as theft by finding. So if you sell it, you're selling stolen goods, Joe. And you would deserve 25 to life in the kangaroo court of uh, Judge Rankin. Uh, I had a look online and a doll like this with all the accessories, about 1,800 quid. I don't have any idea what happened to her and why she would end up there. There is no documentation at all. On the outer box, there was a clear package uh, where you would have documents, but they are gone. Hmm, I'd love to know what the story is behind it. Like, maybe someone just bottled it at the last minute, or maybe someone got it, their wife found it, slung it. It's possible. Uh, Maybe a courier had realised what it was and dumped it, planning to go back for himself later. Also possible. Uh, She's so creepy, I couldn't have her in the house. (laughs) So she's at a friend's warehouse. Ugh. Right, um, where the, uh, and the lads have dressed her up. <laughs> oh, God, there's been a mixture of jokes and serious offer. I've had around eight, around eight or nine messages. I've had a dad from school who wanted to hide her in his garage, uh, but I know his wife. <laughs> so I'd never be brave enough to sell her to him. Well, so, so a friend of your wife finds a sex doll, so what's your first instinct? Oh, message us, see if I can buy it. <laughs> All right, Joe, um, how much do you want for it then? I'll keep it in the garage. Um, I'm not sure. What would Julie say about that? Yeah, any, uh, how much do you want for it? Uh, I've been offered around 500 quid by others, but I'm not overly keen on people coming to the house. Uh, I had to message a man who said his girlfriend had just dumped him and he'd make good use of it. Oh, it both made my skin crawl and maybe laugh. 
quite broad-minded, though, so if it does belong to anyone, you're welcome to let me know. There's a special mark on her body, and if someone can tell me what it is, I'll know she's theirs. Hopefully they can be reunited ahead of Valentine's Day. I've got two horses at the moment, and we uh, we lost one last week, but this has cheered me up a little and given us a smile. Oh, it's lovely stuff. Perhaps, you know, this Valentine's Day, give the gift of sex doll to someone random, just to cheer them up. Uh, after her son was horrified uh, by his mum's discovery, Joe's now more determined to get rid of Polly and has vowed to donate any money raised to charity. She added, My son was horrified by her because he's 16 and you don't want your mum having anything like that. Everyone else just laughed. I don't know, man. If I was 16, I'd, I'd, be, uh, <laughs> I'd be pretty interested, I think. Well, Jess Hardy, man, I think you did a fine job on that report. Very, very impressed. Very, very impressed. Um, right, what else? Mm, no. Yeah, I mean, why not? Well, let's have this. Some noisier in face, deep down. Played it a few times before, but it does bear repeating. Make sure you smash that like button on the video. You'll be helping me out. And if you're not already subscribed, please do subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. Smash that like button like it stole your sex doll.
just stops really abruptly in a second. Yep, just like that. That's it. That's the end of that one. That's a noisier and face called Deep Down. It's a fine, bloody record. Fine, freaking bit of lobsters. Yeah. Uh, parents, outraged. A school textbook shows woman with porn star pubic hair. Uh, Smithers is reporting. Oh, Ned Smithers. Dominic Smithers. Uh, on the whole, sex education at high school was pretty poor. Okie dokie. A dusty science teacher would wheel out an even dustier overhead projector, point at two faded diagrams of a man and a woman, uh, while a class full of uncomfortable, horny teenagers sniggered at every mention of the word penis, sperm and vagine uh, before being sent on their way into the world. Job done. There was some pretty entertaining sex education stuff at my school. We had some fun. Uh, when we were really sort of learning about the anatomy, uh, I must have been... 10 i'm gonna go with 10 uh, there was a good video of a family getting doing their morning routine except they're all naked uh just going around the house making breakfast cleaning their teeth um doing everything you would normally do to get red, ready for work or school yet they were all naked the whole time and you got sort of close-ups on the bits like particularly of the adults huge bushes as well obviously this was the uh this would have been the early 90s huge bushes and this thing was probably at least like five or five to ten years old so it would have been filmed in the mid 80s where bushes were rampant you could get lost in one of those things for days and it was hilarious they're like pouring out cereals drinking some orange juice and then you know cleaning the teeth just in the nip the whole time god bless them um god bless robin hood uh well it looks like uh, well by the looks of it science lessons are a bit more vivid these days there's a GCSE textbook showing a diagram of the female body uh, with porn star pubic hair has caused outrage by some parents. Why? Uh, the photo has been shared on social media. Look, I've seen it, but I'm just, just toying with you here. Ooh, 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 ooh. Um, well, by the looks of it, uh, blah, 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 blah. The photo has been shared on social media by parents voicing their shock at what they claim to be an unhealthy idea of what a woman should look like. Woo, there you go. It's got a little Brazilian sort of landing strip there. Um, all right, mum, here we go. The bloody craziness from mum's net. One person wrote on mum's net. Here we have a school textbook that depicts a woman with pubic hair that looks like it's come straight out of a porn film. It's also a style that requires significant expenditure and upkeep and generally has to be done by a salon rather than at home. With, uh, uh, and what message does it send when it's featured in conjunction with pregnancy or giving birth? It's kind of a, a, a lose-lose situation with these sort of things, really, because if you give it a massive bush, everyone's just going to be laughing at the fact that it's a massive bush. The thing is, though, like, you know, for men and for women... Like, you spend, everyone spends a lot of time pruning the hair on their head, don't they? And on their face, making sure that, well, most people like to keep that in order. Why, do you, why, do you, why, why let it all go to pot when you take your clothes off? Like, I know it's like, oh, well, it's, it's only the, my partner who sees me and they are obligated to love me however I look. Yeah, but you also, you, you know, it's nice to make an effort for one's partner, like in, you know, in your own personal upkeep. Like, I don't, I don't really see there being too much of a difference between hair on other parts of your body as to hair on your head and face. 
like for men and women i'm not just i'm not I'm not levying this directly at either genre i'm saying that all collectively like you know if you love your partner you can also like i think it's worth loving yourself enough to take some pride in your appearance naked as well as fully clothed that's my two cents call me some sort of i don't know I'm sure someone will have a problem with that. I just think it's reasonable. Whatever. You don't have to go to ridiculous standards, but like you know, a gentle little little tidy up here or there. Men, met fellas and lasses alike. It's nice, doesn't it? it? Goes a little bit of love goes a long way. Another parent added, "This is how women look, but those men are so used to looking at porn and how that dictates the way a woman should be." Yeah, I mean, it, porn is not necessarily a healthy way to, you know, learn about this sort of stuff. But I don't think porn is 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 good for either sex, child, may, may, boys or girls. I mean, it just sort of makes everyone at that age feel bad because it's all very unrealistic. Much in the same way, rom coms are very unrealistic. Um, it's an un- sex, porn giving an unrealistic view of the world of sex. Rom coms giving an unrealistic view of the world of romance. Um, it may appear trivial, but it's done anyway. Blah blah blah. I think we, I th- you know, we think we can all imagine how this one goes. You're a lose lose situation depicting pubic hair in textbooks. You've just, pff, what you're going to have nothing. You're going to have loads. You're going to have somewhere in the middle. What would be appropriate? Someone draw me a diagram of what they fit. Come on, mums, net. Oh, you bloody know it all, don't you, mums, net? You know absolutely everything because because mums know everything, particularly internet mums. Draw me a diagram for me, because I've never seen uh, what the female anatomy actually looks like. Draw me a diagram of what would be appropriate pubic hair in a textbook. <sighs> it's just lose lose, isn't it? Like I don't know. Might as well look nice. I mean, they haven't like reasonably normal sized boobs. Um, baby looks like a bit of a bellend, but you know that's fine, isn't it? Babies are. They make a lot of noise. Very demanding. They're not not particularly giving for the first six months um anyway look i think that's probably uh probably enough of that look play us out scientific cyborg vip it's on viper lovely bit of gear
Noldy! Played this a while ago, but I've forgotten how good it is. Cyborg VIP by Scientific. Some Viper, and it features B Motion. Giving me a uh, funny memory of uh, <laughs> of the joy the joy of sex. So I remember finding this in uh, a friend's parents' house. Um, this was from the seventies, nineteen seventy two. Sort of uh, all right, nineteen seventy two sex manual. Um, I don't think. Well, I couldn't immediately find on Google Image Search any of the more uh, <laughs> the more in detail uh, <laughs> illustrations, but you can tell very quickly what the extent of the pubic hair situation is going to be in those illustrations and um it's not good man (laughs) it's not it's uh it's pretty rascal it's uh it's full on it's it's not not messing around uh right look it's the end of the show thank you for bearing with me at the beginning uh as i must (laughs) so so often uh am forced to say uh, leaves me with time to shout out the VIP list. If you want your name on this list, you can get it on there by supporting the show and the station as a whole on Patreon for ten dollars a month or more. Uh, you can support for less if you want. It's up to you. Um, any any support, even if that support is just simply listening to it and enjoying it, it's absolutely fine by me. Uh, there are lots of ways you can support without costing you any cash. Uh, you can share 
the live stream you can share the radio link the iphone app the android app you can share the podcast if you want to listen to this as a podcast you can just search for coffee and memes in your podcast app of choice be that spotify or um itunes or stitcher or whichever one you fancy overcast uh but if you want your name on this list read out at the end of every show you can you go to support the station on the website or there's a Patreon link in the YouTube description. Join the ranks of Oliver Hooper, Oliver Hooper, Nicholas Gonclaus, Tom Ryan, Reese Mosson, Squidgy Beats Parsons, Paulie Hutton, Kieran R, Michael Kozitsky, Matthew Tompkins, Dave Long, Joel Potter, Carl Murphy, Sam Howard, Tony J, uh, Richard Patterson, Jack Murphy, Tom Cam, Stephen Harris, Matthew Bullard, Zara Pickle, Jerome Band, Thunderbutt, Mike Pye, Anthony Walker, Lily Unsub, Richard Franks, uh, Thomas Hall, Chode Ryder, Andrew Heichelbeck, John Finnison, the BDR crew. Peter Blatchford, Austin Grief Cooper, Kennedy Lightfield, Ryan Glazer, James Parry, Dave Thompson, Hendo Bartendo, Lady Squiffington, Dan Fucking Morris, a guy with no STDs, Justin Mercer, Ames MC, Josh Williams, Rob Humphreys, and Shibby T. Lovely stuff. Um, and I am I'm thinking of potentially looking at some possible sponsorship if you would be interested in sponsoring the show. Uh, if you would be interested in sponsoring this madness, uh, maybe you're a booze company. Maybe you'll create some sort of audio tech. I don't know. Get in touch. Will at threshold.fm. We can chat. You know, got listeners. Got listeners. I love you all. Thank you very much for listening, all of you. Uh, this is a treat every morning, and I a treat and a privilege. And thank you for allowing me to do it. I love you all very much. I will see you at three o'clock. Rankins Records. I've got a hot new bunch of heat for the Padgage. Or oh, Congo Natty tribute Stevie Hyper D. Naughty One Sider White Label. Oh, oh, oh. I'm very pleased to have I just got that off Discogs. Very pleased to have got that and not have to listen to the bloody 320p YouTube version of it. It's the only version I can find. Can't buy it. Can't buy it. MP3. Listen, see you at three o'clock. I love you all. Um, join the Discord if you want to keep the chat going. Uh, you know, like the video, um, comment on the video after the fact. That's a bit of fun. And uh, I love you all. I'll see you tomorrow. God bless. <laughs>